Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. With me today, former host of the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast, the originator. You came up with the name, didn't you, Andrew? Did you come up with the name? I think I put it into the final form because you like because you like I have these words I like and you had oh, maybe somewhere between three and seven different words and we like find a combination I'm like no no, no. happy healthy strong like that's you want to end on that like you know call to action that big final word so I, I think I put it in the final form you're like ooh that's it and there we are and then you just ran for it branding everything on the walls on t-shirts it was great 50 some episodes later so I didn't finish introducing you Mr. Andrew Kiefer welcome to the show Hey, thanks for having me. There we go. Um, yeah, and then 50-some episodes later, here we are, and there we go. And you moved on to bigger and better things. I don't know if I'd say better, but maybe bigger, yeah. In, in, I, I mean, that's the story of my life. I've moved <laughs> in the last decade. I've moved cross-country three times, so, like, yeah. Look at you. Traveling man. Hopefully not many more times. Yeah. I don't, moving's not fun. Mm. It's, like... It's a, it's a hard, it just, it's, it disjoints your life. Yeah. It's packing and unpacking is not fun and just like learning a new area. But like, I enjoy where I am and now I'm, you know, Mesa, Arizona. So outside Phoenix, it's hot, but I, I enjoy it. I'm going to hit the pool later this afternoon. So is it'll it, be okay. Is this going to be the forever home or could it be the forever home? I hope so. Yeah. Like, I like it. It's nice here. I got I got a good group of uh, people. Like when like my gyms, I go to. Uh, I enjoy my job. I got a good boss. So all the situation given, it's pretty good. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So for people that don't know, Andrew, you 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 coached with us. We met. Oh gosh, twenty. That would have been twenty seven. No, twenty eight, seventeen, eighteen. Because I moved to Rockford in 18. No. Yes. Yeah. So it would have been, I think that maybe it was summer of 2018, we met. And then later that year, I ended up get, uh, taking a job and moving to Rockford. Was it was it just a few months after that? Was that all it yeah, was? Yeah, so we, that would okay. have been June. Okay. And then I moved at the end of October. Or begin, uh, yeah, like end of October, beginning of November. Because yeah. I remember, it's so like, uh, you know, so if people know, I lived in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we met at Power Athlete in Texas during the summer. We hang out, we hung out, had some tacos and beers mm -hmm. before my flight. And then, you know, I was looking for a new job, needed to like, kind of restart my engineering career. I found a job in Rockford, and people were like, oh. Of all I places. Used to, I used to coach at uh, my uh, Across the gym back there, and people were like, "Well, what are you going to do about a gym?" I'm like, "Don't worry, guys. I know a guy who owns a gym." And they're like, "How?" I'm like, "I don't know. There's some higher power somewhere that just like it. This gave me this connection where I have somebody who owns a gym. So thankfully, you know, joined the gym. I don't know, six months later, like you're like, "Hey, you want to coach?" I'm like, 
you know what, let's do mm. it. And, you know, I, I enjoyed my time there, like both, you know, coaching adults, the the youth program with mm -hmm. BC and everything. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Andrew, I love, and one of the reasons we're, we're having you on the show, not just, you know, to um, rehash the the old times and stuff like that, but I, I think the, the way you think about, about fitness, and because you come out from this a very different angle, um, and listeners, if you've listened to any of the, the previous episodes, Andrew goes into great detail on, on, on all this stuff, but he does not come from an overly athletic childhood and background. <laughs> um, <laughs> My athletic background as a child was one day of wrestling practice in sixth grade. I, did, I didn't go back. I told the coach, hey, I'm not going back. And then I joined the math team. Uh, so that, that basically explains like who I am. Yes. All conference like, went, math team. Yeah. And then like, and then like the other athletic endeavor would have been outside of like the requirement PE of PE would have been like some Sunday not evening pickup ultimate Frisbee in the park next to my house. <laughs> like that was my like childhood athletics. Like athletics were just not a thing in my, like our childhood. Like, like, you know, my parents were super encouraging, allowed my sister and I to do try or do whatever we want. Like when I wanted to try wrestling, my parents were like, went to the meetings, went to everything, you know, when I wanted to, joined the uh, when i wanted to play trumpet in the band you know bought me a trumpet like anything i wanted to do my parents were supportive but it was never like oh you have to do sports or anything like that and like so it wasn't until like as adults when my sister and i got into the gym and kind of like took started taking care of ourselves so yeah very different kind of like reason for being in the gym and different like approach from a coaching and like fitness performance yeah. health reasoning yeah and, and what was that reason what how how did what was that first step there so uh so like i went to the gym like i started kind of like in college i had a, a friend or two that we would go lift two three days a week just to be healthy right because of college you know we're eating chicken nuggets and you know staying up late and all that stuff but uh you know try to be healthier and then it was really after like after like and um my so my sister started, like wasn't the healthiest growing up or or in like high school college and then she started running to, and like to you know just be healthier lose some weight and then started getting the distance running you know i went to the gym like it really helped me with phys like physical health but also like my mental health so mm -hmm. like i remember specifically cleveland ohio 20 summer of 2011 i was doing an internship and I knew this was like a, a tough summer because I knew no one there. I was on my own. I was living in some apartment I rented, like sublet from some guy. Like it was like, I didn't really have, it was just a tough time to be separate. Like it was different mm -hmm. from college. Cause at like college, you're, you know, I'm surrounded. I had, I had new friends or uh, similar people. Now I'm in like the, the real world. Right. So I, I, I joined the gym and I started going, I woke up and I went to the gym at 6 AM every day, worked out. Uh, showered, got ready, ate breakfast, then went to work. And it really helped, like, you know, helped me with my, like, me mentality, my anxiety, and just, like, it gave me a little more purpose, a little more, like, fulfillment throughout my day, yeah. and, like, kind of made me more whole. And then after, so fast forward a little bit, after college, I moved to Southern Indiana for my first, like, real job. And at this time, my sister had been doing CrossFit for, like, four or five months, because she did all this distance distance running, ran the Chicago Marathon 2012, and then she's like, "I'm tired of running, <laughs> right? It's a lot of time commitment. It's yeah. it gets kind of boring. It's kind of 
also like I think my sister struggled with it at times because it was isolating because she would get up middle of summer 6 a.m go run her 10 12 15 whatever long distance run it was come home shower eat but she was so tired didn't want to do anything like yeah. it, but it wasn't social like she was doing it by herself then she you know she found a crossfit gym and then like and this is from you know my sister probably never touched a barbell never done a pull-up mm-hmm. all these things like are completely foreign to her like whereas like i'd spent some time in a gym i knew what a barbell was I mean, mainly from bench press because <laughs> college gym bro, right? Absolutely. But uh, then, so like, but then the thing that like, like when she kept, she was talking about it, she, like how much she enjoyed it, it was the people, right? And then she like had other people to work out with and that they started like talking before class, after class, and they started doing things on the weekends. And it was this very different approach, especially from her running by herself, mm-hmm. So me now in Indiana, new place, no nobody, real world kind of situation. I'm like, all right, there's a there's a CrossFit gym here. Shout out Evansville CrossFit. Uh, I went on a Saturday. I threw up after my first workout, and I still show up on Monday because <laughs> people like worried about me. Right? They were trying, and I remember I don't remember her name, but I, there's one lady who was there on that Saturday. I showed up back Monday. And she's like, oh, we weren't sure you were going mm-hmm. to come back, but we're happy to see you again. And just that little moment, like, still sticks with my brain, you know, nine years later. And it's like, oh, people wanted me to be there. And then that constant, like, oh, I have something to work on, something to improve. But then I also have people around me and the social aspect, like, it really encouraged me to be in the gym more and more and more. And that's kind of like – steam or it kind of snowballed everything because then i did my l1 got into coaching you know and just like started trying new fitness aspects and really like better bonded with my sister over fitness and then allowing that fitness to enable other things in our lives like hiking and camping trips and now i'm into uh you know i used to do some uh like competitions for olympic weightlifting or I got a little bit – I did a bunch of go-ruck events, which are mentally and physically challenging. Mm-hmm. Now I'm into jiu-jitsu. So it's like – it's just this kind of like snowball effect where like one moment in a gym just kind of kept building and building and building. And then now I utilize all this fitness. But then – oh, and another thing – I know I'm rambling, but it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Um, the other thing, like, like why do I – like, why do I – like? So some people like like some of my coworkers would joke like oh you're single you have no kids you have all this disposable income you spend like I spend a lot of time at the gym I take care of myself but it's like well one of the big reasons is like I want to make the most out of life and uh, like most important person my to me is my dad right but I almost lost him so like my senior year of high school uh, my dad collapsed at work he's working long hours at the oil refinery and he collapses at night so they take him to the hospital think it's a heart attack well st- all tests show no it's no heart attack but uh, thankfully our family doctor was like well a, a gr- you know a grown man just doesn't just collapse there's something going on well they you know uh do a cardiac cath and they realize he's got like 90 plus percent blockage at his heart oh, geez. so we find this out on april 1st 2008 so not a great day to be told like hey your hu- my, your dad your husband what whoever needs heart surgery you know april fool's day sucks Mm -hmm. in my world so my dad had six bypasses put in right i didn't even know that was possible i thought it was like you know you hear like a triple bypass like 
Oh, no, no, my dad's six. So, like, but then, like, now, me being older, knowing, saying, like, oh, he didn't live a healthy life, you know, super stressful job, didn't take care of himself, like, from a workout, nutrition kind of standpoint. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, it makes, it, you know, kind of adds up and makes sense. So now, me being, you know, older, I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to take care of myself, so hopefully I don't have a situation like that. Yeah. And you know, use that as an inspiration to like, you know what, I'm going to live myself the healthiest life and try to live the most fulfilling life I can and do the most things I can do in and outside of the gym. Is Was there a, and just because Andrew, I, I could see if, if somebody came in here and we pushed them to the point of vomiting, which we, I take pride in not doing. <laughs> It, was there a difference? And obviously, age, like years went by between you doing wrestling and hating it and being like, I'm never coming back, versus because oh a lot of people would have thrown up, be like, This is stupid. This is too much. I'm never going to. And I can make the argument that you should not make somebody vomit on their first day at the gym. Like, that is. That, oh, I'd that, say I did it to myself. <laughs> oh, <but. laughs> so like, I had worked out. I'm like, Oh, this stuff can't be that hard. I'm like, Looking at some running, some rowing, some burpees, some push-ups like i don't even know if we did anything with weight <laughs> i'm like i can do this so like the three two one go and i'm the first one out the door ah, I'm hard the winner so i did it to myself <laughs> but but also i was 24 so like it was also kind of one of those things like i didn't know better like i was just like ah, i'm here to work mm-hmm. out hard and stuff like that and i'm like oh my sister enjoys this well i'll i'll come back okay. but then coming there, back i'm like okay i was like oh so it was the yeah, sis- was it was the, the sister competition that drove you to it well yeah the the first couple of years for sure like we went back and forth like oh we did this oh we did that today oh I'm getting better oh I got my first unassisted pull up or you know whatever it is and like so but it was that like friendly competition where we drove each other to get better mm-hmm. but yeah like yeah me puking was not a good good thing <laughs> like it's you know and like so you know First day of coaching VC a couple years ago, I apparently made like nine, ten girls throw up the first day, and I'm like, and I realized like I'm like, ooh, that was not a good thing. Like it was like, and then like, and granted, there was a a lot of circumstances with like you know coming back from like, you know, the first time back from COVID, these girls aren't in school, they're not doing regular, or they're not in like in person school, they're not doing like regular PE or or regular practice. I'm like. Oh, I should not have trained them like they're like ready, like you know, mid-season ready for it. I'm like, okay, let's learn, let's go back, let's dial it back. Like, but I think that's everything. Like, you learn or you try, you fail and you learn. And I've had a lot of failure in learning. So, now in your defense of that, I was surprised with how out of shape they they work. I'd love them. Um, it just you, you would think, hey, if if I'm going into this this the season that I yeah, I care deeply about the sport, da 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 da. I would, you know, again, you don't have to be a distance runner, but walk outside, find a hill in your neighborhood, sprint up and down that thing a little bit, and you know, get a little, a little base of 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 something that a kid can do on their own. Do some push-ups and some squats and some lunges, you know, in in your bedroom. Like there's there's a thousand different things you can do. Um, I know I did. I didn't think what you did was that bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was that that, that excessive. I, didn't either, I guess. But then- yeah. Well, like looking back, I'm like, ooh, yeah, you know, like first off, like I was like, 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 like in retrospect, I was obviously like yeah. hindsight's twenty twenty. I was like, ooh, 
I was kind of a jerk of a coach that night. I'm like, mm, I don't like that, like, mental, like, I don't like that appearance. Like, some people are like that, oh, rah, 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 or not rah, 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 but like, yeah. I know you got to yeah. go, got to go. And I'm like, mm, that's not what doesn't fit me. I'm much more like, so like, I definitely changed back. Like, I'm much more like easy going. I'm not the coach who's going to be yelling at you. I'm going to, I'm going to make a stupid joke or a reference to a movie that was made before they were born yeah. and then feel old. Yeah. But like, oh. like, so like, I was like, ooh, I pushed them too hard. I didn't like the like personality approach I had as a coach that night. And then like, you know, looking back, it's like, oh, yeah, they weren't ready for this. And it's like, but it's the same thing, like, for like, you know, if you're, it doesn't matter who, if you're coaching, you know, 16 year old girls coming back for a sport or, you know, guy in his 40s who's first time in the gym and maybe ever. It's like, you got to like meet them where they're at and mm-hmm. like be a lot smarter in your approach to things and not just like, hey, Here's how, here's what we're doing. Go. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, okay. Now to fast forward here, Andrew, cause again, if people want to know more about your life uh, not to make this podcast four hours long, but you know, they can listen to the first, I don't remember how many episodes you, d- you did at the beginning. Do you remember? 20, 20 or 30. There we go. There's one where like I get interviewed so you can definitely yes. learn about my background and yeah. my history. Drinking it. So now years later, you know, we, we met at the power athlete thing, your, your ideas and you know, one out of, you know, I think we always have this um, ever-evolving idea and and thoughts on on fitness and what fitness and health is and you know how we change as as we get older and 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 things like that. So so now you move you know completely different you know zip code, um, d- different time zone. It's it's different because and it's hard I would assume because you know you you have everything set up here you know your your gym family here you had your your jujitsu family here. Um, you you move out. Um, you're older and wiser now. Moved to Arizona. Now we have to get some things in place. What have you been doing in which to, which to get yourself in shape, keep yourself in shape? What What are the goals right now? What, you know, physical goals. Da, da 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 da. How How is that transition? And then what are you doing? So I think one thing I've definitely learned. Of, so like I I do this every, especially like if you if you follow me on Instagram, like usually like my birthday or New Year's Day, I always I have like a retrospective posts like oh i'm this year's old or oh new year and i kind of think back and like over the years i think about what i've done what i enjoy what i don't enjoy what do i hope to achieve and one thing i've definitely learned is i'm a i'm a creature of habit and i like structure so like i'm a person who will like okay i get up i go to work same time same day every day mm-hmm. i come home i do the same kind of things i go to the gym like i'm 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 like the cliche gym rat where I'm like, <laughs> I'm at the gym six days a week. It didn't matter what the gym setting was, you know, whether I was in Indiana, Oregon, Illinois, Arizona, it didn't matter where I was. Like, I'm this person. I, I like this mm-hmm. regular structure. So that's where like, I, I knew like, cause that was like the hardest thing for me. Like with, uh, when I uh, got laid off from COVID and everything was, yeah. Oh, I lost this structure. And it was, it was like the first couple of weeks where it was like, Oh, what do I do? Like I had to go, I, I found myself like, Hey, I have to do a workout. I have to go walking. I have to keep myself moving. Mm. And like, I need, and I, and I try to do it like same time every day. Cause that structure helps me. So now, and if like, I try to get into the same structure now. So I, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm at jujitsu Tuesday, Thursday. I'm at uh, my local CrossFit gym doing Olympic lifting class. And it's literally in the same block. They're across the parking lot from each other. It's I'm at that corner five, six days a week. Mm. Uh, 
one day a weekend, I'll either go to jujitsu again, or uh, I'll go to like my my apartment apartment complex has a little fitness center with some dumbbells, kettlebells, treadmills, whatnot, and I'll do a little more like functional bodybuilding kind of single leg, single arm um, rotation, kind of like you know fill in some of the gaps because. Mm-hmm. I get I get my like main sport activity conditioning from jujitsu. I get my power and a little bit of strength with Olympic lifting, mm-hmm. and then I kind of fill in the gaps. And then usually Saturdays now, day off, but the most I'll do is like a a walk, yeah. right? And I just and that's why I found like I just find this like day in day out like repetitive consistent structure helps me the most. And obviously, you know, I'm taking care of what what I eat. Mm-hmm. And meal prepping and all that stuff, but you know, I'll still put down a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that. So, so with that, the goal being what for you? I think so. The, the so right now, like so, like so, think about like like trainings. Like last night, I went to Olympic lifting. Could I have lifted a little more weight? Yeah, probably. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely erring on the set, uh, the eye of like conservative weights. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to push up one RMs or, you know, maxing out anything. Cause it's not worth it to me. Cause like, I want to be able to be strong and fit so that I can be on the jujitsu mats. I don't have, mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with an injury from lifting weights or, or a uh, big thing over the uh, last five, six years is uh, my sister and I do at least one like hiking camping trip a year. So this year back in May, she flew out here. We went up to the Grand Canyon for a weekend, right? And being able to be fit enough to, you know, hike and camp and bike and do all these things in a weekend without like, oh, I got to get, I got to prep for this. It's like, no, mm-hmm. like my like general like fitness and like well-being can be expressed on, you know, hiking down into the Grand Canyon and hiking back out without, you know, it's going to be tough, but it's not, it's not like exhausting me for yeah. like, you know, weeks. And really just being able to like consistently live life to its fullest. I'm not, I'm focusing on like trying to look good, but not be in pain, trying to be strong without being in pain. (laughs) Right. Like I want, I don't want to be so strong and so like focused on the gym that I can't, you know, walk around the grocery store. I can't be on the jujitsu mats. I can't do everything else in life. Right. It's, it's cause so like, yeah, the gym, I just don't care about like, what weights I lift at the same to the same degree? Can, can we break that down really quick? Because I, I don't I think people get get confused when it's like, oh well, if I'm really fit in the gym, but I can't walk around the grocery store. Like, what what what, what do you mean? Like, of course you, you're probably sprinting around the grocery store if you're really good in the gym. <laughs> what well, d- talk about that disconnect? Because we've we've seen it happen with people before, um, and it, it's it's scary, scary and sad. Um, you know. Yeah. So like like I've been in enough gyms and and seen enough people whether like fellow, you know, athletes next to me or coaching them where people just like push hard, hard, you know, push hard, hard. And they're like, and they're like, and you see these people where they're like, they're, they're pretty strong. They're fit. Like they can, you know, crush whatever workout, but then, but it takes them, you know, 20 minutes on a foam roller, (laughs) 10 minutes with a band. They have to do, you know, a thousand warm up reps to get themselves feeling good, loosen up and all that stuff before they can even like touch anything. It's just like, that I think that there's a disconnect there, right? You don't want to be like, you know, so like into the gym, like and focused on the workout that the quality of life suffers. And mm. like, I, like when I wake up, I feel pretty good, right? You know, I just got to get moving a little, but I, I'm not like, Oh, my knee is so sore. I'm like, and, or, or like, Oh, my hips so tight or like, 
oh, my back is so blown out. It's like, yeah, it's like I, I try to live my life so like I still, you know, am training and I'm still moving load, but I'm not like focused on it at at the sacrifice of other things in life. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really easy to. <clears throat> I mean, you work out in the day. You you, you want to, you know, feel like you you did something, um, but there's that line between being a little, you know, feeling it the next day and then having to use both handrails as you, as you walk downstairs or walk upstairs and, oh, you know, and I've been there. Like I remember, I can think of some workouts. I can think of a workout I did at a gym or my gym, my program. There was, there's a team workout of rowing wall balls and lunges. And I've like, my legs were never more sore. And I remember like the next day it's like, well, I'm going to have struggled going down the stairs down to my car. Like, and it, it was painful. It was yeah. not fun. But like, I just don't get to that point anymore. Like, I, do I still do similar movement patterns? Yeah. I still lunge. I still like single leg. I still squat. I still do all these things, but it's just not to that same like intensity or volume or f- ferocity where I'm like, you know, just crushing myself. Like, cause it's like, ah, eh, just, don't want to be in that much pain or that much soreness. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a big thing with, with, with people training. You, you have your goals identified. Okay. You want to be able to, you know, do the hiking and outdoory things. You, you want to be competitive on the, on the jujitsu mat and, and, you know, get better that way. And, you know, that whole piece. Um, if you, if you run, face first into the gym and it, it, it just destroy you day in and day out. Like it, you're not going to get, get better at those things. Um, actually you could, you, I mean, like you said before, you could, could actually get worse and, and, and whatnot. So, um, you, you also mentioned on a Saturday or filling day or whatever it is, you, you go to the gym and it's kind of like you, you try to fill the gaps of, of different things. And do you want, do you want to talk about that? Cause before we hit the record button, we were, we were kind of talking about that and how, you know, it's, in your standard gym environment, you know, you like you basically stay in one spot and you, you do your training. Yeah. Like, hey, you squat in one spot, you pull up in one spot, and you, you lunge in one spot. If you do oh, walking yeah. lunges, you're taking up way too much space now. Um, you're just, you know, way in the way. Um, the idea of a loaded carry or pushing a sled or something like that, and, you know, oh, my gosh, you're running through people and, and yada, yada, yada. Um, do you want to talk about that filler day more? Because I think that – in my mind, that might be the most important day of the week with, with what you're doing. Yeah. So, so I like, the, you know, social media is great and horrible at the same time. Right. But there's a couple good people out there and I'm going to give a shout out. Cause we talked about him. Marcus Philly, functional bodybuilding. Like he, he, so he's a former CrossFit games athlete, like, you know, competed at the highest level, could lift all his weight, do all these crazy workouts. But, you know, he's come out and say, he's like, you know, it's like, I just don't train like that. And the dude looks great. Yeah. Right. I'm not like, I'm not going to deny it. Granted, he might go to the extreme with like, you know, how much he's dialed in his nutrition and training. Yeah. But like, but like the concept, the principles are there. And he's like, I just don't need to train at that same crazy intensity. I don't need to lift all this weight. But he does a lot of smart things and he approaches with a lot of like things where he does tempo, a lot of unique movements in a sense of, that you wouldn't see in a standard, like, you know, CrossFit or even a Globo gym thing where it's like a lot of things on single leg, single arm, a lot of like cross body kind of rotation and lifts and turns and twists. And, um, 
you know, a half kneeling press because now, you know, now your trunk's going to be engaged in a different way than you just standing or seated press. And a lot of incorporating these things where it's going to be a little more realistic. And, you know, so things I incorporate a lot, single arm, single leg, I, I, a big thing I've tried to work in, like learning from like power athlete and, you know, just general or training outside. And like you see, because there's a million ways to train is this, you know, rotation, anti-rotation planes of motion. So I do a lot of things with like kettlebell now that I've never done before. Cause like in a, in a CrossFit gym, you see a goblet squat and you see a kettlebell swing, whether it's a Russian or American swing, that's basically it. But things I do a lot of single arm swings. I do a lot of like lateral steps. So I'll have two hands. I'll swing. I'll take a step to the right, mm-hmm. step to the left, like step right with the first swing, the second swing, and step left, right? Because now my body has to fight that that moving load as it's far away out in front of me. Uh, I do you know hand to hand swings. I do this like rotational um, lateral mm-hmm. swing. Uh, I have the, there's I've found a couple of people, other people on Instagram that do these really cool like like uh, club or mace or, you know, kettlebell work that like it gets you moving and just these other ways that really, I, to me, I think translates best for me for jujitsu because jujitsu has you in all these like weird positions and you're loaded in ways. Like sometimes you're pushing, sometimes you're pulling. You might be like, you know, locked around the guy's uh, waist or his legs in one way and this and that. So you're always in these unique positions needing to generate force, but like just – me standing there, like just doing power cleans, which I love a power clean. It doesn't perfectly translate. Yeah. So, like those filler days, like really, I think balance my body and allow me to like work all those little things that like my body needs. And uh, format wise, like I do a lot of like, and as Marcus Hilly does this in his uh, functional bodybuilding. He's got a name for it. I don't do it to the same like length of time, but like. I'll do alternating EMOM. So maybe like I'll do like 10 incline dumbbell bench press. I'll then do next minute. I'll do like five pull-ups, maybe with some weight. And then the last minute I'll do uh, like 16 single arm kettlebell or hand to hand kettlebell swing. Mm. Something that each minute is going to take me less than 30 seconds, but I'll do five, six rounds of that. So I get a conditioning aspect. I get some volume and I get some, you know, Something, you know, different, you know, push, pull, uh, swing. I'll do single leg squats. I'll do all these different little things that I can incorporate different, you know, planes of movement, different, at, you know, aspects of training that isn't just focused on how many reps can I do? How fast can I do it? How heavy did I do it? Because, like, I can do, I can get a really good workout with 50 pounds or less. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I think that that's why you see a lot of those these odd objects, you know, get more popular. Your your maces, your sandbags. We we're talking about earlier that we we got some of those those inertia waves um, th- that I didn't know what to think of about until I saw Sornex start to sell them. Like, well, if Sornex is selling them, this is this has to be legit because there's no way Bert would sell something that's you know gimmicky well, and. When I first here. saw them, like it, it reminded me of battle ropes, yeah. and like a battle rope is cool until. It, until you've used it more than like twice, yeah. Because it, well, because like yeah. it became like a, a, a I don't want to say a fad, but it became a staple yeah. of like the boot camp workout. Hundred percent. And it will make you sweaty, it will make you tired, but like it doesn't like there's not a lot of evolution to it. Like it's no. basically one thing. Yeah. 
you can't really make it that much harder besides like yeah. go faster, go faster yeah. or do it for a longer period of time, right? But it was like like some of those things like the inertia wave or these like a mace, like mace. I feel like like the last three months I've seen more people talk about a mace than <laughs> ever, and like mine's off camera, but like I I, I bought a shoulder rock yeah. from Kabuki uh, years ago, and I just I I'm like I'm what, and it just some just different things like that like made me challenge. Or we did that mace clinic and at Oak, and I was like, mm-hmm. man, like, just things like this like. Like, because there's so much more to training than just this perfectly designed, perfectly loaded barbell. Like, it just doesn't, you know, com- like it's functional. It makes sense for like what it is, but it's not complete. Yeah, yeah. I, I think just so. Then speaking of completeness, just just looking at your program in general, because it's fun to look at it with like the coaching lens and and see what you're doing. Obviously, you're you, you have a I'm going to call it a sport. You have a sport that you're you're training for. Um, a lot, a lot of our adult members don't have that. I mean, maybe they, they, they do some cycling or, you know, they, they like the longer bike ride stuff or, um, you know, maybe the longer running stuff or blah, 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 or, or they rock, something like that. Um, but a lot of people don't. They just want to be able to keep up with their kids. They, they want to they, they want to look good in the mirror. They, they want that baseline level of strength. So, you know, if the elevator's broken at work one day and they, they actually have to walk up three flights of stairs, they can do it and not be like sucking wind when, you know, by the time they get to the top. Um, you know, or, or whatever it is, random Spartan race here or there, or, da, 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 or maybe they love that and they have a high level. Um, so you're doing, you know, the Olympic lifting stuff. Did you say two days a week? Yeah. Okay. So snatch and clean and jerk. Okay. Yeah. So very explosive, um, a lot of concentric work. Um, now, will you actually go into like heavy squatting with that? Heavy front squatting? No, stuff it's like basically that? only like it's like pulls, cleans. Squat, uh, snatches, jerks. So, uh, you know, it'll be some complex. It might be like clean, front squat, jerk, or something like that. But it's not like a dedicated like pressing program or squatting program gotcha. after that. Gotcha. You're not doing heavy five by fives when no. you're done. And okay. like, and I've thought about like, oh, I could like. So I, I've had this like thought, like, and I'm, I think I mentioned where like I'm not really focused on like maxing out these lists. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, and I know like. Like my training max, like clean and jerk right now is like 225, whereas like my best ever was 265 and I wasn't even clean. I wasn't even practicing the Olympic lifts. I remember doing, I had the video from Oak, uh, before the remodel, like I was just, you know, I was just lifting and I'm like, I felt Oh, you did it here? Day. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. And it's like, and I felt great. Right. But like, but I'm not, and I'm like, Oh, I could be, I could be lifting weights. I could be, you know, or squatting more this and that. And. Like back in my twenties, I had goals like, oh, I want to squat four hundred five. Like my next goal is four hundred five on the squat, four ninety five on the deadlift, and all, you know, all these numbers. I wanted to clean and jerk two seventy five, and this and that. And the more and more time I spent, like the more way my like focus of like what my training is has shifted. I don't really care anymore personally. Like I will support people. Like I know people at the gym who like are big into like uh, one girl does powerlifting, one guy is really like fit. He can clean jerk a, a ton and he's not that big of a dude. And it's like, hey, I know. and I fully support them. If that's what they want. Awesome. Go for it. To me, that's not what I want. Like, I don't like, I want to lift weights. I want the weight to be challenging, but if I never max out my clean and jerk again, I'm not going to like be on my deathbed. And, like, Oh, if only I, I hmm. did that. It's like, no, nah, like I, I'm still pretty happy. Like I can still get a challenge out of, the weights I'm lifting. Yeah. The, um, one, 
I cannot tell you how many youth programs that we we have around here at the you know the the local high schools and and stuff like that. And God love anybody that wants to get in a group, you know, get in a high school with a bunch of high school kids and and try to run a, a strength program. It's not not an easy thing, but we see a ton of athletes who literally the first week of summer training is max out week, so they can establish a one rep max, so they can establish percents for then basically the rest of the cycle or summer, and that's. That that blows my mind because I don't think people realize how big of a risk it can be getting under a barbell, you know, or picking up a barbell and deadlift type of thing, with with not having that many years of training experience, you know, under your belt, and then all of a sudden you you get in an atmosphere where people are cheering you on, like you could do this, da, 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 and you throw a little bit more weight on the bar, and a little bit more weight on the bar, and a little bit more weight on the bar, um, and I think the kids are insanely resilient. Even th- their knees can collapse, their back can round, they can stand up this terrible squat, but they'll be fine, um, typically, because they're resilient. But if, if you know, guys and girls our age, or let's be clear, my age, try to do stuff like that, like, I, I would be dead for three months. Like, that if, if yeah. th- there'd be, and, and my life would be impacted, um, you know, my goals of, of, of whatever, you know, would be impacted if, if I'm trying to do Spartan races or just improve my golf game or play with my kids and my grandkids or, you know, you know, run with my dog. There's, there's, there's no way, like I can't, I can't do that. So the, the risk that I think people run with trying to max out is a big deal and, and, and can really, can r- really ruin you. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, you kind of said this, I don't know how much that really matters. Like you could do a really nice triple, or really nice, you know, even a nice set of five, a heavy set of five, and be like, wow, okay, well, I just squatted, you know, whatever, 275 for a set of five. My one rep max is, well, easily over 300. Like, you don't necessarily actually have to squat have to it. it. Yeah, in, in which to have the capacity to do it. Um, you know, car flips over on the expressway, and you have to deadlift it up. Yes, you know, the, then you then you one rep max it, and you throw that car, you know, uh, you know off the whatever. Um but but within the gym, it's it's not necessarily a thing, and and again, I just don't think people understand the the risk that can come with you know that that one rep stuff. It's cool now and again, but oh, Sean Pasuch of um, Active Life. Oh yeah, yeah, Active Life. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up the quote, but it's something along the lines of, um, gosh, being uh, you know testing your one rep max as an adult is the equivalent of a basketball player practicing his half court shot. Like, yeah. not saying he can't do it, but, like, who should do it? Steph Curry should because, you know, and can because he's been shooting a ball for, you know, 30-some years, and he's insanely efficient at it. But somebody who's been doing it for a year, yeah, it might be a little bit too much, too much risk there. It's fun to get the PR, and it's fun to, you know, whatever. But you just have to be, I think, insanely safe well, I, and smart. I think it's, I think it's almost the the fool or the the trap for the novice or even into the intermediate where people like well people like what's the old like gym uh cliche it's like oh what do you brent what do you bench bro right <laughs> and like that's what like you know people get obsessed with that oh i can bench 315 mm-hmm. oh i can do 405 like no one wants to hear well i could do 275 for five like, no, <laughs> one, no one says that right yeah. but like, like but the, the one rep max is just like unless you're a competitor in olympic weightlifting or powerlifting, or something where that's the, or like even CrossFit, like that's the actual yeah. like test. You don't need to do it 
like at the gym. Like it, there's there's less value of that one rep than thing. Or I remember because um, like talking about like, we mentioned power athlete like John Wellborn and uh, Louis Simmons had to talk about like training for football and Louis Simmons, you know, one the one of the most famous, one of the best like strength coach ever. He's like, oh yeah, I wouldn't have football players doing one rep maxes. He's like, that's not their sport. Yeah. Right. So like, and yeah. but I think that you could trans, you could parallel that to people in life. People don't need a one rep in life. Like there's, they don't need to have that one pure expression of pure strength. Yeah. They can be strong doing sets of three, <laughs> five, sevens, and is probably way healthier, way safer. Because mm-hmm. let's be real, we've all seen that garbage one rep max that you're like, oh, please, like, I'm going to, if you try to add more weight or you try to do it again, I'm going to stop you. Like, yeah. it's just like, and I, cause I, I've been there. Like, I remember the first time I went for a 300 pound back squat, I've collapsed under it and the bar came over my head. Like my head was Ooh. between my knees. I, I didn't have a spotter cause I thought I was strong. Like, you know, <laughs> all, all the things that like now I would be like, oh God, why would I, why would I let myself do that? But I was, you know, 25, like yeah. I don't, but like, thankfully I was like, and not that I'm a flexible person, but I was flexible enough to like, not like snap my neck. So like, you know, events like that, it's like, yeah, I just don't really care about a one rep anymore. Like, it's just not, it doesn't serve me purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, I'm going to dissect this really quick. Cause you, you just said, cause I, I think it's probably going over people's heads here. Like you just, Louis Simmons just said that, Hey, the one rep is not needed for for football and you're like but wait, wait a minute there are a bunch of big strong guys that play football I, I watch them on Sundays like it just you know how, how, how could you not one rep in football do 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 you want to dissect that yeah so like think about like what's the demand of football it's not like can you push that guy over and can you move that one that person once right it's repeated like say like if you're offensive line versus defensive line it's the most like you know those guys are going for 50 plus plays yeah you know, maybe 80 plays. It's not like, can you push this guy over once? It's like, hey, can you resist and push this guy repeatedly, you know, every, you know, once a minute, at once every 30 seconds, depending, you know, the tempo of this, the offense. So it's like your ability to, like, just express strength in this one moment doesn't matter. You need to be able to repeat it. So yeah. sets of three, sets of five, you know, like, you know, cluster sets where you, like, do one rep every 20 seconds for you know maybe even five sets or five uh reps in a row is going to be more beneficial it's going to translate more to yeah. what the requirement of that sport is and it's like and it's like life like life doesn't require you to lift one heavy thing one time right you need to be able to carry all the groceries in mm-hmm. from the car yeah being stronger helps but like just having like the you know the strongest uh bench press or back squat in the world isn't going to help you get those groceries up the stairs yeah and and even to again, even if you're a more competitive adult doing more competitive things, if you if you if you ruck, you know, or if you if you do these Spartan races or these you know ultra distance races or or, or cycle or triathlon or you know whatever it might be, like it's it's not just again, it's not just one thing. Power lifters need to need to max out. Those are the guys yeah. that, that need the the one rep max. Everyone else, I. I, I struggle with trying to find a, a, a rhyme for a reason with it. And especially, and I say especially on our youth side, because like, gosh, I, I would feel terrible if we hurt a kid in the weight room. Like I would feel oh, yeah. like absolute dog poop if, if like a kid got pinned under a bar or something like that. And then, that's why we're insanely careful making sure that, you know, the, the athletes add correctly to make sure that they know what's weighted yeah. on the bar. But I, I say this, but 
I'm more, more concerned on the on our adult side to make sure that that they do things that are smart and safe because when you're you know when you're 52 versus when you're you know 17 like th- there's a lot less room for error when you're you know when you're 50 than when you're 17 and it just if if you if you mess that up like like it can it can really jack you up well it's like i know i've talked about people uh or talked about this with uh a couple people at the uh gym so like uh we have a brown belt who fills in like when my coach is out like out of town like competing or he was just on brazil for two weeks for vacation with his family oh like uh steven's like i think he's in probably he's probably in his 40s and he's like he's like yeah he's like i'm like ah i'm like i'm like i'm in my 30s man i i don't need to go 100 percent on these mats I'm not, I'm not competing for world championships or anything like that. Like I got a job to go to the next day. Like, (laughs) like if someone's got me in an arm bar, I'm tapping. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to fight it. Like, like this is my, like my, my rest of my life's on the line. It's the same thing. Like in the gym, like I don't like if I get pinned and crushed by a one, uh, a one rep back squat Mm -hmm. and I hurt myself. Well, well shit. Well now I may be out of the gym or out of my job for, you know, disability, I might, you know, like, you know, there's my livelihood, like, you know, it's like, there's greater like things in life to worry about than just getting that extra 10 pounds on the bar. Like yeah. it just it, like in the grand scheme of things for me, it just, it doesn't matter. Cause it's that I'm not competing in that sport. It's not, you know, dictating my life. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny how uh, th- through the years of, cause I, I mean, we, we repped, we maxed out in high school and, and stuff like that. And, um, Again, not saying you you can never do it or anything like that. Just I think you have to be be smart with it and and not push it and you know and I say this you know being such a hypocrite because during during Squattober, you know back back in October I I worked up to a really nice you know I, I think I hit three seventy five on the on the safety bar, which I felt really good about myself with you know it was on the safety bar so a little challenging. I'm thinking maybe I could have gotten four hundred on a, on a straight bar, but I felt re- really really good. Um, but I did it once. I'm like, wow, that I was surprised. I'm like, I should videotape it just, you know, because if I don't put it on Instagram, it didn't officially it, happen. If it's not on Graham, it didn't. It didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. So here's 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 how stupid I am, Andrew. Well, I screw up the first part of it too. I want to check form. I'm like, wow, that really felt good. I want you know make sure I was you know everything felt good. Um, so, so I, I screwed it up. The screwed up the video the second time. So I ended up <laughs> hitting three seventy five three times, not just once. Should have been done at once. Da-da-da. But I really wanted the stupid video. Yeah. So I ended up getting the stupid video. And the the third one was not my best rep. That's where I, like I really felt fatigued at the bottom, and my back went a little bit. Um, but I was I was beat up for those next few days, and it was yeah. it, uh, part of me was like if I would have stopped at, at at one or even stopped even lighter, I I would have been fine. And I don't have anything to prove to anybody. Like, you know, I, whatever I, whether I did 375 or I have the capacity to do 375, um, you know, is what it is. It's just funny how I think people go, go overboard with it. So, yeah, I mean, or I, or I remember when I was still at Oak, one thing I started doing more, like I was starting using, uh, like a trap bar for a deadlift. Yeah. Like just because like, I, like, I, like I've had some issues with like my back before, like, like I've, you know, strained my low back a couple of times, both times squatting. But like, so like, you know, like, but I like, I like that trap bar. Cause like, I can really keep my shoulders mm-hmm. back. And I was like, and people like, Oh, but that's not a deadlift. If, especially if it's got the uh, higher handles. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but you know what? I don't care. Like mm-hmm. it, I'm not competing in powerlifting. Right. Or the same thing with like that safety squat bar. Like, you know, some people like love to train with that, but it's not a competition lift. It's like, yeah, yeah but, it, but it, it doesn't matter. It's the gym. Like yeah. it's, it's training. It, it, it doesn't matter. 
Well, I, I, I see it the other way, too. I, I see where people get so – they only deadlift at the trap bar, and they think, well, oh, this is deadlifting. It's the same thing. Where It's it's, it's a different movement. It ends up being a, a different yeah. movement at the day where straight bar is much more of a, a hinge movement where the – you know, especially the high handle trap bar, a little bit more of a vertical torso, you know, kind of squat position. Both are good. <laughs> yeah. You it's need like them both. <laughs> it's not like one's better no. than the other. Yeah. They, they have their own application. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. hundred percent. So that, that's, or, yeah. or uh, like I had that, um, uh, that, uh, Swiss bar, football bar, whatever called that, mm-hmm. you no know, bench press with neutral grips. I like that better just because like, like I can bench fine. Like I don't have any shoulder issues, but like, I know some people like, they have shoulder issues. Mm-hmm. So like a straight bar bench is uncomfortable. So they don't do it. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. use some dumbbells or like, if you can find a neutral grip mm-hmm. bar, like it's, it's going to be like, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be tough on the wrists at first. Just cause like finding that balance points a little different, but like, it's going to be way easier on your shoulders. Like who cares? It's not a straight bar. You're not in a powerlifting meet. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. I think it's interesting how people define fitness for themselves. And yeah. the, the second it gets out of, and you know, and, uh, the, the, whatever realm this is like, Oh my gosh, I've never done like, like everything was new at some point here. And yeah. now it, it's, it, it's neat. I think how, how things have progressed from, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And you know, heck even, you know, 25 ish years ago when, when CrossFit hit the scene, like uh, some of the stuff was, I'd never seen anybody thruster before CrossFit. Um, yeah, you know, and well, hell, look, like, like CrossFit did a lot, right? But they didn't really invent any movements, right? They didn't invent the muscle up. Like gymnasts had been doing it, but all right, they didn't invent the clean and jerk. Olympic lifters had been doing it, right? They like they just you know, but they exposed people to these things, like and like, and it made people like, oh, I can do that, yeah. right? And then. Because well, so this might like like when I so I started CrossFit right I did all these things blah, blah, blah and then like I'm like oh Olympic weightlifting is a sport like it's because yeah. like think about like you didn't know because yeah. it's think about like the Olympics in most U.S. like um, viewership it's going to be the Michael Phelps for swimming it's going to be the Usain Bolt for running it's it's going to be like Team USA basketball like those are the things that people know of in the Olympics right swim or summer Olympics specifically track and field swimming. And like some team sports, yeah. they're not going to know about judo. They're not going to mm. know about table tennis. They're not going to know about badminton, w- Olympic weightlifting, boxing, wrestling, like all these like other Olympic sports that are, you know, there and you know compete at the high level. But you know, CrossFit kind of introduced people into Olympic weightlifting, or like oh, or these gymnastic movements, right? Like the male gymnastic movements, right? The women's gym, at least in the U.S., U.S. women's gymnastics has always gotten the the highlight yeah yeah well like it didn't they didn't invent anything they yeah. just exposed people to something right and then and then how like uh, stuff with like um like i remember growing up one of my favorite things to watch was world's strongest man yeah right and then eventually like and i was just like watching these guys lift these giant boulders carry cars all these you know ridiculous events but then like you know in my crossfit career like i did the crossfit strongman and i'm like oh i gotta be able to lift a keg i gotta be able to lift a stone i carried you know, farm, these giant farmer's handles. I flipped the tire and all this stuff. I was like, oh, and then it was great because, like, this, you know, harking back to my childhood. And I was like, oh, but I can do it too, right? Yeah. And, and other people didn't realize this was possible or it yeah. even existed. And it's just like, and it's just like, so that's the big thing. It's like the more and more things, like, speaking of like, like so I mentioned like judo, like the first uh, CrossFit gym I, I worked out at, the guy who owned it 
half the building was CrossFit. The other half was judo, uh, wrestling, uh, self-defense and stuff. He's, you know, his kids were like state champions in judo. He was like this super high level, like judo coach had no idea what it was <laughs> looking back. Like, man, I wish I would have tried that. Like, yeah. I wish I would have done that. Cause that, you know, it would have translated now for me for jujitsu. I think I'm, maybe I would have stuck with judo and enjoyed it a lot, but I think it's just, you know, people didn't know. And it's, yeah. it's the same thing with everyday fitness. Like people only know this little bit and then that's what they get. And then, you know, whether it's there in the global gym, the running club, the CrossFit gym, whatever, they only know this a little bit. And then they slowly get exposed to everything else. And then they're like, Oh, I didn't know this was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and we're, we're talking earlier too, just, just the way like now you, you take a thruster, which again, I, I, I think was pretty, pretty novel to take a, a front squat into, into a press. And now all of a sudden you do it with you with dumbbells. And we, we talked earlier about how, if you give me a hundred pound barbell or two fifty pound dumbbells, two fifty pound dumbbells are quite a bit harder in my, my humble oh, yeah. opinion. Yeah. Like, and you know, and I, I, I was, we were talking about it, like I did a workout with dumbbell thrusters and I was like, oh, this won't be that bad. I like I can add the math. I've done thrusters with this or more on a barbell. Yeah. But those dumbbells, man, just it just eats you up. And yeah. it's like, oh man, this is way different. So simple changes like that, like people get, you know, especially get enamored with the barbell. It's like, man, do some of these workouts with a uh, a sandbag. Yeah. Do some of these workouts with a kettlebell, a dumbbell, like and it like it may be less weight, but it will challenge you in a whole different way. Yeah. And again, more weight, not, not always better. It just it is what it is. Load is load. And, um, you know, we're, we're talking about, Hey, now, now all of a sudden you can, you can take a, a dumbbell thruster and make it a, you, you just do single arm thrusters, which gosh, those are rough. Cause now you have to stabilize trunk wise in a whole different sort of way. Um, and then I, I think I, I totally saw this from Marcus Philly. I'd never seen it before. So I, give him credit here but the i don't know what he called it maybe it's a philly thruster or something but it's, it's a you know front squat thruster right come back down front squat thruster left you know and now all of a sudden we're, you're holding on to both of them but now you're alternating the the arms that you're pressing and how like that's a whole different you know again like you said take a workout that you've you've done before you know with some type of you know thruster thruster running you know and now all of a sudden you do the alternating and and just it's a, it's a different, unique stimulus and, and whatnot. And, and the longer you do this, I think you need more things like this. Not random, not not just pulling crap out of a hat, but like you, you need to evolve the stuff that you're doing because if you're still doing this, the same stuff, you know, today that you did five years ago, you know, it, I mean, it's it's not bad, I guess, to, to, to stay the same, but it's it's nice to it's nice to improve. And it's not always going to be, you know, adding more weight to the barbell because at some point, yeah, it, it's gonna stop. It make sense. <laughs> yeah, bro. So like, I got in this. So like, I've had like these kind of years where like, so like, I started CrossFit, a couple years of that. Then I kind of like, I'd never quit CrossFit, but I kind of like did a little more Olympic weightlifting. Did a couple Olympic weightlifting meets. Then I kind of like, like I said, I did the CrossFit Strongman. So I started incorporating more strongman movements, like stones and sandbags and farmers carries. Uh, and then uh, like you know, then I got into like you know, throughout there I did uh, a bunch of go ruck events. So I had you know, I did a lot of rucking, a lot of weighted like push ups, squats, lunges, a, a, sand, a lot of sandbag carries and stuff like that. You know, and just these kind of evolutions. Like I had this really good stretch where me, another uh, one of my buddies back in Portland, we would do like these uh, strongman tinged workouts where so like maybe we like so one of them like so classic CrossFit workout, Karen. It was 150 wall balls for time. 
Well, we did a, a twist of one I found where it's like, well, it's 150 wall balls, but every time you drop the ball, you got to do a 100-foot sandbag carry, right? So it adds a whole new element. You know, I'm a huge fan of loaded carries for every person in the world because it's just natural and it makes you just support and challenge your whole body. Yeah. But, you know, super tough. Or like we incorporated axle bars or we instead of a power clean, we would use a stone to a shoulder. And we started doing these things where it's like, well, it still looks like CrossFit, but it's not the same implements that yeah. you're used to. And like just those and just like adding that extra variance or adding that extra flavor continue to progress my fitness and health without just adding reps, adding load, going faster. Yeah. Because at some point, all those things that you just said there, it, they, they, they spin themselves out. I mean, no different than you're, you're driving a car. You just want it to go faster, go faster, go faster, go faster. Yes, you can put better gas in it. Yes, you can get better tires. Yes, you can. I don't know. I'm not a car guy. Blankety blank blank. But it, it's, yeah. at, at some point, um, I mean, e- even the Tesla is, is you know, it can't, it's going to, you know, going to plateau out type of thing. So, and that's where I think it, it's an insanely safe way in which to progress people through their, their fitness journey, if you will. You know, now there's the next thing. It keeps you mentally kind of, you know, turned out like, oh, I've never done this. You know, it kind of – and I don't know if I invented this, Andrew. And if I did, I'm, you know, I, I need to be given the credit. Um, in, in the Roots program, we, we, we have that luster movement. Yes, the, so, the lunge thruster, the lunge, split yeah. thruster, oh. luster. I forgot what – all we. I like trying to describe it to people. They're like, what is, I'm like, all right, let me show it to you. Let me talk about it. But yeah, it's like, it's like you're set up like a lunge, kind of like a standing split squat mm-hmm. thruster. Yeah. But like, but like with simple things like that, where like, I think, and I think this kind of goes with the whole like four steps of lear- like learning, like where you have a like in- unconscious incompetence all the way up to unconscious competence. Like you're, you know, everything. I think people get to a point where they're like, Oh, I know what I know how to power clean. I know how to thrust like, and you just kind of go through the motions. Yep. But the moment you like add this, like, oh, we're gonna change your stance, and you're like, oh, what what do I do? Yeah. It, it like makes you like you're more present and more aware, or you have to be more aware because it's not the same thing that yeah. you've been doing for the last five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, that's a part of that I, I think is great. I think I think it's fantastic that. You know, then it's sync alarm and it's the split stance and uh, yeah, I don't. Know. I, I think it just keeps keeps fitness fresh because if I was still doing the workouts right now that I was doing ten years ago, like oh man, um, <laughs> I would. I I, I think that's one of the reasons why like I've kind of quote unquote retired from CrossFit. Not that like I, I'm against CrossFit, don't get me wrong, but it's just like I, I kind of burned out, right? Yeah. And like, you mm-hmm. heard me saying like I did a little focus on Olympic lifting, I did a little focus on uh, uh, strongman. I had a, a, a stint on Jack Street from Power Power Athlete where I just wanted to get big and strong. You know, now I'm kind of focused more on like jujitsu. Like, and I've kind of gone through these like kind of waves, and it 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 keeps it fresh. It keeps me engaged. Mm-hmm. It gives me a focus without being too focused on any one thing. Yeah. And it, like it, you know, for you know the past decade, it's kept me like engaged, kept me healthy, and r- relatively injury free. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I think that's that's fantastic, and I think that's too why we've we've adapted our, our our programming on the on the Oakfit side to be, you know, very very strength based, where we're able to incorporate these these 
big strong lifts to because we are oak strength. We want to get people strong like that. <laughs> that is the goal, um, you know. But then then we're able to give give accessory work of a lot of the movements that that we just described there. Just just hitting hitting things in different ways in different positions and you know taking a plank and morphing it into a side plank and then morphing it into a, like a star side plank. And like oh, always like the, the next thing that, you know, cause you know, gosh, if I had to sit and hold a plank, just like, like, gosh, it just gets boring, you know? And, and, and that's a dumb reason to not do a movement. Oh, that's boring. But like to be able to, you know, evolve that and, and, and make it where, you know, we are filling the gaps of, of, of people's life and, and training and, and stuff like that and working in more rotational stuff like that. And then at the end of the whole thing, getting in good quality conditioning with good movement. So then you, you leave walking out of the gym feeling good. Can you be a little tired? Yes. Are you so sore that you can't pick up your foot to put it on the gas pedal, you know, which to accelerate out of the parking lot? No, that's too much, <laughs> too much exhaustion, you know, but to, to, to walk that line where, where people feel good <laughs> leaving the gym and not like destroyed and beat up and, and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with this, Andrew. I was just, that, that's well, my Yeah, but box. like the gym should enhance your life. It shouldn't, yeah. uh, it shouldn't, uh, ruin your life in a sense. So it was like, like, Cause like I've I mean I've been there and I've heard people say like oh I'm so sore I I'm not coming to the gym tomorrow it's like well that's not good yeah. like that's like but like, I'm not saying you have to be at the gym every single day but like you shouldn't be like digging yourself in such a hole that you need three days off to be able to feel good again because it's like now you know in our in our finite lifespan it's like well now those three days of not doing something are are gone yeah and not to get too like uh existential or anything like that but it's like uh it's like but it's like you don't have to be at the gym like you know banging heavy weights every day but like you should be doing something active like go for it going for a walk going for a swim doing some yoga doing you know something to keep yourself moving and active and enhancing your life yeah right that's the goal because then when the weekend comes the holiday comes vacation whatever you can do whatever you can play with your kids you can go climb a mountain you can compete in that race and you're, you're set for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's funny that you just said this. So I, I've been getting, um, our mutual friend, Dave McKirchner, um, has written in conglomeration with, um, uh, Ben Skutnik, uh, some conditioning work that in, in which to not take away from someone's lifting, you know, so you, you're able to stay strong, but then also get, get good conditioning stuff. So I've done some of, um, Dave's program and it's it, this little five day a week run program. A um, lot of lot of interval stuff, fartlek stuff, some some easy you know zone two type type training. Um, and if I don't have time to get out on the you know in the trails and actually run it, I'll I'll do it on the the assault bike and stuff like that. And um, intervals on the assault bike are probably worse than intervals actually running. Um, yeah. You know, so that and, and both are good because sometimes I I'm just beat up and exhausted and um, it's easier just to walk over there and. The, the warm up is just easier on the on the bike and stuff like that, um, but the, <laughs> I ran last night um, and then I I ran this morning and then um, I, I was oh sorry no no I ran last night after taking a couple days off uh, we we went on a little little camping trip as a family uh, I wasn't able to run so I took like three days off but then then I ran last night insanely tight and went over to my my kids. Um, tennis practice so watching watching tennis and for thirty minutes I don't want to call it yoga. Because I, I'm not the weird guy just doing yoga, you know, off the tennis court. But, like, I stretched hard in using yoga-esque poses. Now, I wasn't 
doing tree and looking weird and stuff like that, but like really hammering my hips and hamstrings because I was I was so tight sitting in a car traveling and then getting out of the car yeah. and then trying to hoof it on a run and they're like, holy cow. Um, I felt my glute completely detached from my hamstring. Just not <laughs> just so tight. Uh, but it's funny how like I, I'm not a big yoga person, but like to Im- Im- implement some of those movements at times in which to make your body feel better. Like, yeah, that totally makes all, all the sense of the world. So that's why I, I love when people, you know, mess around with those other different movements doing, you know, doing other things. I don't think I'm ever going to be somebody who does yoga seven days a week, nor do I think you really need to do yoga seven days a week. But like, um, yeah, I, I, stuff like that. Always trying, you know, different things and, and trying to fill the gaps that you have. Well, it's like, like you know, uh, I'll bring it back to like my intro, my uh, introduction to this whole like fitness, strength, conditioning world with, I came from CrossFit, right? Like I came from gym bro into CrossFit, but you know, Glassman had a lot of good things like lines. And the best is like at the end of uh, it's a, was elite fitness in a hundred words. It's regularly learn and play new sports. And it doesn't necessarily, I think you can extrapolate that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a sport, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to go play pickup basketball. You don't have to play pickleball, but yeah. maybe you want to pick up, try pickleball, right? Go all right, find a class, find a, a, a group, go try it, mm-hmm. right? Go try a yoga class once in a while. You know what? Go go do some paddleboarding with some friends. Like do something unique and different. Don't just obsess about oh, what's my Fran PR going to be, yeah. or oh, like oh, we're on this new squat cycle. It's like mm-hmm. nah, man. Like do some more things. Right? Get out. Like right? Try something new. Right? Like and it could be it could be something new within the gym too. Right? Like go try a spin class. Right? Because like a spin class will beat you, mm-hmm. and you'll be like. I work out every, I work out six days a week. I do all, you know, strength, conditioning, well. and it's like, but the spin class is just something different to you and yeah. it's going to challenge you, but it gives you something new, it exposes you to something different and just, and it makes it exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, we are, we're, we're, right, we're well over an hour. <laughs> anything, anything that I, you wish you, I would have asked you. Gosh, that was a weird sentence. You know, not really, because, like, you know, we talked a little bit, but I was like, you know, I think the, you know, the thesis of my, like, you know, my, what is my, like, focus in life with regard to, like, health, fitness, performance? Because I've, I've been on both sides of, like, being the athlete, being the coach. It's, it, I, it's really about, like, having a purpose and kind of, like, making your, your priorities about it, right? I'm, I try to avoid, like, you know, just sitting and watching TV. Like I try to do something active every day. I'm, I'm trying to eat healthy, but not to the extreme. Cause like we all, we're all going to die. So I'm going to have that piece of cake. Right. Uh, and I'm, but I'm also like, I'm always trying to challenge myself and do something different, do something new and using every, all these choices of around fitness, the gym, the kitchen, all this to enhance my life. So, you know, cause like, so like, like I said, like when my sister and I went to the Grand Canyon earlier this year, we could hike down, hike out, and enjoy the weekend without just being wrecked by it. And like being able to do these cool things out in nature and seeing the world, or maybe someone wants to go, you know, like go, like you and me went like kayaking one day, like, mm-hmm. and we're like, it was great. Like, you know, get outside, enjoy it and like live life that isn't just on the couch and like really making the most out of things. And if you can incorporate your family, your friends, and other people, and make it a, a good time, that's even better. That was awesome, absolutely. 
I try. Dude, I think people do things too much of the time for the wrong reasons, and I think if you can, you know, yeah, accept it and, you know, understand that maybe you might not be a, you know, Victoria's Secret model. Um, I mean, Andrew, you are, should be. But um, You know what? They, I keep applying, but they, they don't get back. That's that, – that's not again. It's probably – Probably their email is is down or something. But yeah, you know, I, must be, I, t- I must be typing something wrong. That that's probably it. Wrong, wrong, wrong email. Well, it is yeah. a secret. It so. is, so no one knows about it. There's a secret passcode or something. But like to, to to have it and to have it, you know, to do things for the right reasons and 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 enjoy life and and get sleep, not just because you should, but because it makes you feel better. And oh and to, man, I could talk so much about sleep, oh, like, and just like because it's just people. I think like you know to go on to it. Like people don't. I think. The, like I hate the excuse of like oh I don't have time for this I don't have time for that it's like well show me your day because you don't need to watch three hours of TV every night yeah do I watch TV every night yeah probably <laughs> to some degree but I'm not like stuck on the couch for three hours watching I'm doing you know I'm at the gym I'm in the kitchen I'm doing some other things like yeah. there's nothing wrong with TV but like to say you don't have time for a walk or to go to bed you know at a reasonable hour you know it's just it's just you're not prioritizing your, you're missing the point of yeah. everything. Yeah. Like that, that next episode can wait till tomorrow. It can, even though it's right there, even though you can watch, <laughs> even though you can watch 10 hours in a row, <laughs> you, know, I, so, you don't have to to talk about TV. Like real quick, I was talking with a coworker about this. It's like, I hate the model that too many shows do where like, Oh, here's the new season. Every episode, yeah. like, I know Disney Plus and a few shows on Netflix have done it like weekly releases, more yeah. like traditional TV, and like it it makes more sense like to me because it it elongates the show, it it keeps the hype going because like there's so many shows that come out and then three weeks later no one's talking about it because they everyone's watched it all. It's like yeah. well now they have to wait a whole year and they, then you'll just forget about it. Yeah, yeah. I I listened to an interview with uh, one of the head guys at Netflix at one point and. He went in, and I can't remember the whole thing, but he went into the detail of why they chose to do it in that manner, and um, and I don't know if it came down to much more than like it. it they find it more addicting for people, and then they they stay more yeah. engaged. And um, I, I know I've done it before. This is terrible. Like I, I will find you know The Walking Dead or something something show I'm really into. Da, da, and then watch a season, and then, like you said, wait a year, and then think to myself, I don't remember what happened in the last season. Like, where the, what, what, well, are, they, what are they doing? Like, and then like, I got to rewatch like, it. <laughs> I've had shows where, like, like, Stranger Things, just because four came out. Oh, yeah. I watched go. season one of Stranger Things when it was new. I never watched the show again because I just didn't keep up with it. And yeah. then, like, I'm like, oh, oh, season three's out. Yeah. Oh, well, I missed two. Well, oops. But like, yeah, it's just like you just like, and it also doesn't help that there's so much content, which yeah. it's, it's it's that double edged sword because it's great, it's great because there's options, but it's bad because there's options. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, thanks again for taking the time. We appreciate. Hey man, it. anytime you know, call me, you know, message me in a couple months. Yeah. We'll do this again. Yeah. Like, look at look at you in your shirt too. Way to way to represent. You know what? I I, I got I took a shower last night and I was like, ooh, I know what shirt I'll wear. I I I'll pull this out for tomorrow. And of course, you got it on too. Yeah, there we go. And if people want to want to jump on and see, see all the happy haps going on in Mesa, Arizona, where, where do they follow you? Uh, Instagram. I'm not super. I'm more active on stories. Once in a while, you'll get like a prophet or a very like 
perspective, uh, introspective post. It's at Kieferocity. It's my last name, K-I-E-F-F-E-R-O-C-I-T. Like I built it off like, you know, I was like, oh, I saw someone do this where they took their name and made, made it like flow into another word. So like the only thing I could figure out was like F-E-R, I was like ferocity. I'm like, so it just, it just stuck, you know, I don't know, eight years ago whenever I created it. There you go. Still hanging on. Yeah, too. Like you, can, you can see you can see me cooking. You can see me laying by the pool. And, you know, once in a while I'll have a pers- uh, introspective post like, you know, October when I took <laughs> my birthday, you'll you'll definitely see one. There we go. There you go. Andrew, thanks again. Hey, we, thank you, Adam. We, it was we, great catching up. Yes, this, this was a lot of fun. This was a fun. Listeners, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.